of time hanging out my ass and talking to you on Zoom. Get a real job! Get a real job! Get a real job! Hello and welcome to... Get a real job! Get a real job! Get a real job! You are listening to the Grey Sisters once again. It's me, Kelly. And me, Natalie. Hello. And we both look like dog shit today. I feel like dog shit. <laughs> right? Literally. I am so tired. Me too. So um, I'm probably going to guess this is uh, the same for you, but this is my only day off this week. Well, yeah. And like, I was, you know, I was bragging last week, like, oh my God, I've got a Saturday off, like last week. Yeah, I didn't have did Saturday it. off. You did it. No. No. Oh. So like this, this morning has meant to be my day, my morning off. Yeah. And like, because my new song came out on Friday, what, what, hey. big up. I like sat down on the sofa, put Grey's Anatomy on, and then was just filled with like performance guilt. Oh. Of, like you've not, you're not posting on TikTok about your weekend, or you've not done this, or who, boo, boo, boo. Yeah. So I, I'd actually ended up doing a bit of work on the sofa, but I was like, and that's why, because behind the curtain here, guys, we were meant to do the podcast half an hour ago, and I just texted Kel and was like, can we? Yeah. but I was happy I about that nap. I was happy like literally <laughs> I won't, I allowed myself lying today which I never do and I didn't set an alarm and I oh, woke up I love that right I woke up at half ten which is really unlike me oh my god that's so nice yeah but then I had guilt so I got, yeah. I got up and I had a massive clean of my flat like everything smells like bleach now I love it bleach everywhere yeah and but then you messaged me and I was like, I was midway Hoover, you know, I was like Mrs. Doubtfire and I did not want to put it down. I was like, oh, I'm so pleased about this. Um, yeah, but I, no. I just realised yeah. that I haven't got any food for today. I haven't eaten yet and I haven't got any food in my house. And How have you not eaten yet? It is midway through the day. I know. And it's Sunday and I'm like, oh my God, but I'm going to, it's fine. Is... I've got stuff. I have meal prepped a big salad for a week, but that's boring. fine. I know. Walla wank, walla wank. Uh, but that's let's help. Let's tell everyone what we did yesterday, though. We gigged together for the first time in ages. I know. And you got dragged into it yesterday, which was great. It was really fun. Like, we got another one next weekend. Yeah. Um, It was so much fun. Yeah. A side hustle that I do a lot that most people will know is I do uh, tribute stuff. So um, I did, like, Edinburgh Fringe Festival with it. I've been to Indonesia with it. I do particularly um, a 90s girl band that you've probably all heard of called the Spice Girls. Uh, Who? Which is, I know, they, I think they were big a few years ago, I don't know. Maybe, um, yeah. Says the girl that definitely paid 120 quid to go see them at Wembley. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, when I have no money. Oh my God, just so back to that. I was one of them wankers that like had a friendship group who were all like in the waiting queue online to get tickets for the Spice Girls at Wembley. Big up to Nat Pilks who got them. And then was like, babe, I've got you them. I was like, yes. Um, but I made sure I was at the first reunion show they did. Like, I was there. And actually, do you remember one of my friends got taken up by Scary Spice? Oh, my God, to yeah. Do the, yeah, Chris, he got pulled out from the audience and was given a lap dance by Scary Spice. What a bucket list. I would just die there. Right? Like, well, that's it. I know. Life can't get better. Um, but, yeah, so yesterday we did um, the Dartford Festival. Thank you so much for having us. Dartford Big Day Amazing. Out. Is that what it was called? The Big yes, Day Out? Yes, Dartford Big um, Day Out. Woo-woo. We must admit, we genuinely didn't think it was going to happen because I was like, gale force winds. I'd done a festival the night before as Nat Grey with my band. And like, I'm not going to lie, I looked fucking fantastic. I'd spent like hours getting ready for this performance. I'd curled all my extensions. I looked cracking. And then 
literally within about 10 minutes, I looked like a drama rat. I like I didn't even know that I looked like drama rat because I didn't have a mirror or anything. Obviously, it's a festival. <laughs> and my family all turned up and my sister just looked at me. She said, oh, you're very good. And I was like, oh, shit, I look wow. Um, So we were literally like, it's not going to happen. It's not gonna it happen. It was tough that night. It was tough. Oh yeah. It was a great gig, but God, we were drenched. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then we literally this is the glamorous life of not having a job. So for me to be able to do those amazing gigs where there's thousands of people singing my songs and like making me feel a little bit like a pop star, I do stuff like tribute work, which is really fucking fun. Like to say that tribute's a job is ridiculous because it's so much fun. Especially when you get to work with me. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just like literally we had a day of just mucking about with our mates. Like there was people there I've not seen for ages, which was so nice. And we get to sing Spice Girl songs and get paid for it. Like it's just ridiculous. That's a job. But anyway, we literally finished my set. I stayed around for a bit because, you know, I had to do the whole photos and pretend I was famous. And then we went back to mum's and she'd made us a dinner of beige. So it was like yeah. all your kids food. We had like raw sums, which because I'm a vegetarian, I don't have like chicken dippers. I have dinosaur pizza. shaped soy products. Yes. And then we had cheesy pizza. We had these brie and cranberry parcels mum makes for Christmas. We mm. had like bread. Literally, there was not a bit of greenery in sight. It was great. And then me and Kelly sat in the kitchen for 10 minutes and ran through the Spice Girls set for tomorrow. It was absolutely mad. But yeah, so we we literally drove to Dartford, did the gig, drove back from Dartford, went to one of our mates' birthday parties which we were like zombies. We were stood yeah. there. I mean, I coloured in. I made a cracking piece of art. <laughs> I didn't um, have the energy to do that. I still had no. all my makeup on from the gig. My hair was greasy <laughs> from my posh bias wig. My eyelash extensions were like hanging off by a thread. I was a actual no. zombie. You had the colouring no. to keep you up, but I was just sat there like, oh my God. I Literally, I saw that colouring book and I was like, Mum, come here. We've got a task. <laughs> I was like, Kelly was off being yeah. social for five minutes because she knew a lot of people there. And I was like, no, this giraffe is going to have a multicolored mane. <laughs> mm. I literally made, I got home last night. We binged the whole of season one of Ted Lasso, which <laughs> I'm, I'm, fuck. Oh my God. I know we're really late to the table here, but I'm obsessed. Like, really? I, I am haven't obsessed. seen it. I haven't seen it. Mate, it's phenomenal. Like, it is genuinely insane and actually randomly so Hannah Waddingham is one of the leads and obviously we all love Hannah Waddingham yeah who doesn't I I'm convinced my mate Jode who we're gonna have a little surprise guest later um is a spitting image of like I can see that in 20 years Jodie is gonna look exactly like Hannah Waddingham like when there is a musical of Hannah Waddingham's life Jodie Steele is gonna play it yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, I keep messaging Jodie every time there's an episode. And I'm like, babe, so this happened and you looked amazing. And she's like, I don't look like her. Like, you, <laughs> you are her. Um, but yeah, literally binged the whole first season and then was like out for the count last night. I was so tired. I had a really good time. I had a really good time. Was even if there were some funny bits on stage. Things happen. You know, people come in when oh, they think they're supposed God. to be singing. Kelly had a little bit of a mare, which was ve- like... We shouldn't really be saying this because you're not meant to say that stuff goes wrong and whatnot. But there was an embarrassing moment for Kel. We're basically... So Kelly, like you said, she hasn't done this show for years. And all of us who were on stage yesterday have done this show 
for a while. Like we we all know the show backwards. Uh, we've got some incredible people like Amelia, who's just come off six. Kimmy, who's just had a baby, like mental. Jazz Crazy. just got back from America. Like it's it's amazing. There's a great lineup. And there was one moment of the song and we're all like in our little like five shape. And Kelly just decides to come in with a verse that she doesn't sing. Sporty Spice sings. Because she was like, guys, I know you fucked up. I've got this. And we were like, no, no, hun, hun. No, no, no. This is the intro. The thing is, typical Kelly Gray can't deal with being embarrassed, turns to me and genuinely on the microphone goes, ha! Like that noise. That noise. And I was like, Kelly, because it, the intro was so long and I was like, oh shit, someone's forgotten to come in. Someone's forgotten to do their line. So I'm just going to do it. And it was like, candlelight. And then and everyone looked at me like, not yet. Mm-mm, not yet. Not yet. Was not like, yet no. Oh, and then it, it the was laugh just, It was just the moment of like, I've got this guys. Don't worry. I've got your back. And I was just like, no, dude, we know what we're doing. Stop. I was full on commitment. Full on commitment. But the thing is like, literally got booked for the show and I thought to myself I haven't actually done this since before Covid I think that was the last time I did a Spice Girls gig was before Covid it's just yeah it's just the way like you're like being a dancer especially your muscle memory like stuff like so I went back and I did the little mix tour because I'm trying to raise money to do my album so I was like I'm gonna go back and do the theatre tour that I used to do which was so much fun I literally like was like my best mates all came back to do this show and it was just sick but on day one, I was like shitting myself, being like, I'm not going to, be able to remember this choreo because big shout out to the choreographer. It's actually her birthday today, Becky Jeff. Um, Happy birthday, Bex. Happy birthday, Bex. Um, she's actually choreographing some things I'm doing soon. Um, and the lads say. Anyway, um, but yes, so I rocked in. I was like, I'm not going to, be able to do a choreography. And then I was like, oh no, this is all back in my body. And fuck, this hurts. Okay, cool, great. Oh my yeah. God, ow. And it's just, again, the fact we can call this our job is just ridiculous it's brilliant I know right like someone actually messaged me and was like what the hell are you doing now like you're (laughs) you're like like what are you doing now but anyway let's talk about our weeks what 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 have you been doing this week other than working and gigging and uh pretending to be someone else (laughs) school tours been in school tours which is sounds really strange but basically it's a thing that like artists do we've been I, I don't know why it came about but we do um, we go into schools, we sing some songs, we talk to them about having a career as a musician, sign some autographs, get the TikTok followers, and then we leave. That's what I've been nice. doing this week. Um, what about you? Uh, so, uh, wrapped on on that annoying Shit. thing we can't talk about. Yes. yes. Fuck, wrapped is that, that this week? That was that, that was that, last, end of last week. Wow. Yeah. So this week. Um, yeah. Came back from Manchester. Uh, had a great rap party. Didn't get to bed till eight o'clock in the morning, which. Yeah, you me. Still got it. Kelly was meant to um, come to my gig the next day, and she—I literally <laughs> I like was at mum's, and she was like asleep on the sofa, dead. And I was like, "You come into the gig," and she was like, <sighs> "No, I no, like, I had well, to go back to mum's nope. because I needed looking after." Um, <laughs> so wrapped on that, that's all done now. So now we have to get excited that that's that'll be out at some point. I can't and actually we can wait about it. to talk about it. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to actually have a conversation about what the fuck it is you've been doing. I know, um, I know. It's exciting. But did that. And then, actually, my friend, um, she booked a day of fun for me. And we went out uh, on these bikes where you cycle yeah. in the water, like, down the river. We got caught in a storm, uh, thunder, lightning, and had to very quickly cycle back before we died. Uh, and then we went to uh, an, a 
bottomless brunch of gin and just had a, an amazing amazing time had some girl time and other than that i've been working um yeah i think i had a self-tape this week which I did Not, nothing too Great. exciting haven't heard haven't even penciled nothing um <laughs> but i do have a funny story for you which i'm so desperate to tell you because i, I want to see your face oh is this thing you said to me your mate told you yeah, yeah, right. it's really freaking funny because I know we talk about like embarrassing audition stories, but we got to talk about just embarrassing stories full stop anyway, okay? Right. So she was telling me now, she is. Are we allowed to name and shame? No. No, it's, it's bad. Be- it's bad. Yeah. She okay. is a beautiful, beautiful girl. She's very ladylike. She speaks very well. Anyway, she works for a big car brand. She was like, I really need the toilet. It's a toilet story. So uh, there's 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 one toilet. It's a car showroom. So imagine it's very open. So she's like, I need to go to the toilet. So she went to the toilet, and she said it was literally the biggest poop she has ever had in her life. Right? <laughs> she said it was so big, and she was in there for ages. So anyway, she flushes the chain, doesn't go down. She's like, what the fuck? So she flushes it again. It's not going down. Like, this thing is is not going down. She was like, it was so big, it was not going down. So she knows at this point, everyone's going to be like, where is she, where is she? Because she's not at her desk, and there's one toilet for the females. Like, so she's shit. She's like, fuck, what do I do? So after several attempts of trying to flush this poo down the toilet, she's like, there's only one option. And there's, like, um, almost like a sanitary bin for almost like for nappies and stuff. No, 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 thank no, no, you. no, no, right? no. So she, she picks up like a bag, a nappy ah! bag and she picks up the poo and she puts it in this bin. Right. So she's like, fine. Okay, great. Brilliant. What I can do is like before the cleaner gets in at seven, I can literally like, you know, it will be gone. So she'll be coming back to the poo. No, no, no. That, if you're going to do right. it, you'd, you dump and no, run. No, no. She was like, the, the cleaner will be there, but we'll all be gone. So they can't yell at anyone or, or anything like that. They can just get rid of it. She goes back to her desk. And then at five o'clock, <laughs> the cleaner decides to come in early. And she was like, this particular cleaner is one of those that if they find something, they'll be out. And they'll be like, uh, hello, what is this? This is disgusting. So she was like, shit, what do I do? Like, what the fuck do I do? So she knew that she's she's the only female in there that they were going to be like, she's had a shit and she's put it in a bag or put it in the bin. So she had to go back into the toilet. She picked it back out of the bin and (laughs) she broke it up into little pieces. (laughs) She broke it up into little pieces and then like emptied it into the toilet and then started flushing bit by bit. That's like disgusting. Did she sanitize? But she's the, she is the most ladylike human I've ever met in my life. And she said she literally had to break it up into little pieces to get it to flush. And she managed to get it to flush in the end. And it went. But how fucking That's... awful. I mean, who's pooping outside their own toilet? And that's... Oh, but what? She was so desperate she had to go. She said she hadn't been for a few days. So it had, like, clogged up. That's why it was so big. That's actually vile. That, that is. <laughs> I don't want to know who that is because that is. I was dying. I was dying when she told me this. Oh my god! No, so anyway, thank that was the, you. That's the story of the week that I heard this week. 
I just thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, that's vile. Well done, you. That's disgusting. You have disgusting friends. (laughs) I wanted to tell you my Clem journey this week. Your Clem journey. Clem journey. So I've got a few notes that I've written down this week that I was like, I need to tell Kelly. So my Clem journey. Right. Go on. Go on. So last week, for those who don't know, Clem is a term for like unwanted weight, basically. Right? So a bit of Clem here and there, a bit of Clem. It's not a bad thing because our body does not our define us. Our bodies does not define us. Exactly, yes. right? Fat and skinny are not insults or compliments. They are facts. That's it. Fuck them. Anyway. So last week had a little bit of a mental breakdown be like, I have put on too much Clem. Um, and I don't know why I've put on Clem because I'm going to the gym all the time. I'm actually eating relatively healthy. I don't But really your know. weight doesn't define you. Your weight doesn't define you. But it was really stressing me out because there's no okay. reason for it. I know now it's to do with my pill. But anyway, I was like getting really annoyed about it. So I had this mental breakdown on the Thursday. And then on the Friday, I bought a whole bag of Maltesers. You do realise that they well, aren't actually made of air inside. They are. They are the lighter way to enjoy chocolate. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that says to me, salad. Um, so start getting in the car, have my cold broom, singing along to my songs, put my hand in the Malteser bag, pull it out. And I, I guess it's probably similar to your mate with the poo story. It was literally just like a melted mess in my hand, right? And I was like, ah, this is gross. But I still want the chocolate. So <laughs> got some traffic lights and I got the bag of teasers and I kind of like crinkled it together like this. Okay, that sounds that sounds sensible. Right? Yeah. And then I had a spoon from my overnight oats that I'd had earlier, got the spoon into the bag of teasers and ate it like a yogurt. Oh, I bet that was really yummy though. It was fucking fantastic. Um, so that's my Clem journey of this week. But right. I actually wanted, just talking about that, to talk to you about the gig I did last week, which okay. um, Kelly set up for me, which is very lovely. It oh, was I a, did, um, yeah. Yeah, you did. It was a very nice private members club, very bougie. So instantly, I don't fit in there, but we know I'm happy to be there. Um, like a little Labrador, very happy to be there, but no clue what's going on. Yeah. Um, en route there, I nearly ran over an influencer. Who? I don't know their name. I just know them from Instagram. I've seen their videos of them like, oh my God, buy this and you get 20% off if you use, no one gives a yeah. shit, 20. Yeah. Um. So it was like, oh, okay. Instantly yeah. I know the, cli- the clientele at this gig. Yeah. Got to the gig and I was in like, not this hoodie, um, but like just another hoodie and like black leggings and kind of looked a little bit like this, like deaf. I was like, yo, what's up? I'm not, I'm doing the gig. And they were like, oh, you're Kelly's sister. And you know that look of people going, you don't look alike because you look like you're homeless. But Kelly's quite <laughs> glamorous. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, standard. Um, anyway, went and got dressed for the gig. So I actually looked relatively okay. And um, it's also really funny because when I went and got ready for the gig, I'd always set up all my equipment. And for those who gig out there, any singers, any anybody that ever knows what like a function gig is like, this is going to sound so bad but when you turn up you kind of assess the place as to whether or not you can leave your equipment and I instantly walked in and was like 
no one's robbing me here. <laughs> like everyone in here has enough money to buy my kidneys. You're, I, I think my speakers are fine. So that to me was a bit of a like, I had a little laugh to myself and I was like, oh God, the days of getting changed in disabled toilets and people just walking in. It's always fun. So this was a lovely time. I had a lovely experience. However, <laughs> I then getting ready. I, I look quite nice. People are coming up to be like, oh, you're the singer. Oh, hello. And um, there's uh, on the bar, there was one of them bougie water glass things vessels yeah and it adds like mint and oranges in it Mm -hmm. things that don't really necessarily belong in water but you put them in water to tell people how much money you've got those things okay and um and like a little um like tap that you twisted and the water came out very bougie and there was a sign that said like um twist slowly and i was like oh no Oh, no. I get my uh, multicolored water bottle, shove it under that, and I just go twist everywhere, fucking no, everywhere, literally no, no. water all over the sides. And it was su- such a like Adam Sandler kind of Ben Stiller moment of me just picking up like towels. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you know what? I just, I feel like a zombie, Yags. I feel like an actual zombie today. I know. And I know. this is the thing. And I'm sure that there's so many like performers out there that get this. You do get the guilt when you have a day off. Like, if you're self-employed, yeah. you get the guilt. And and I think people sometimes really do, when they're like, oh, why don't you get a real job? They don't realise how hard <laughs> we work. Because we're here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. I'm fucking knackered. I look like... I haven't slept for about a month. My skin's broken out. My hair's greasy. I haven't got the energy to wash it right now. And and yep. I just, and I want to, you know, for people out there, look at the state of me. Look at the state of me. And I'm still doing yeah. it. I'm still going. I'm still doing this. And so are you. Look yeah. at the state of you. We're both there. I know. It's like when people say like, your life is so glamorous. Is it? Like, is it? Is it glamorous? Sometimes though? it's great. Like two weeks ago, I had the amazing, oh my God, I just put myself in the eye. I had the amazing makeup team of Crayola doing my makeup and I performed at the Adelphi Theatre in London. Today, I can't even put a bra on, but that's just... Actually, this is a really good point because when I was on the final day of filming on this secret show last week, (laughs) um, at one point I had one makeup artist dabbing my, my right cheek Another one on the left-hand side doing my lips. And then my producer stood there with a fan, little little mini fan on my face, right? With a ring light in front of me, getting getting myself done. I'm stood there in this beautiful dress as well, this gown. And I was thinking to myself, well, this is lovely. Anything I wanted. I was like, can I have a water? Can I have this? Done. Like, done. And then yesterday... We're about to go on stage. I'm dressed as Posh Bice, doing my makeup outside in Gale Force Winds because there's no light inside the tent. And I'm doing my own makeup in a mirror that keeps whacking me in the face because it's being swung by the wind, right? Uh, do you know what? In all honesty, as much as I've had a mental breakdown this week about quitting, I wouldn't change it. No, I know, right? Because you have had a mental breakdown yeah. this week. And we probably should have spoken about that. <laughs> Because it, it wasn't pretty. I wasn't there, but I've heard about it from different aspects. And oh, it, it was horrific. bad. I, it was bad. It was it was the irony of like. So it was it was on Friday. Um, I had I had a rough time. I've had a, a bit of a shitter week with just a few no's here and there. And 
some money issues, which is absolutely fine because money does not equal happiness. Just like being skinny does not equal happiness. Like it's it's fine. Um, but you do you get into that mind frame of going, fuck, I'm in my 30s and I am terrified to pay my phone bill this month because I don't I don't know if I can. And I'm working. Like everyone always says to me, you're doing so well. And oh my God, you're, work- you're always hustling. You're always working. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And it doesn't ever feel like it's paying off, which I know is such an ungrateful thing to say, but it's just, that's that was the mood I was in. I woke up on Friday. It just, everything's got on top of me. I was exhausted. I'm so burnt out. I'm so tired. And I just, I was at mum's and I feel like when you're at your parents, all your walls come down and you Mm -hmm. just go, oh, these are people who love me no matter what. So fuck. It's questionable at times for you. Yeah. 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 I am a bit of a dick. Um, But literally mum was like, oh, are you okay? And I was just... I was inconsolable. I was just like, I'm I'm ready to be done. I'm so done. Like, I'm talking council spotlight membership. <laughs> Get rid of my music. Just, I'm done. I'm so out. And it's it's just those. And obviously then you have, I have my mum and Aiden be like, no, come on, you've got this. Like, obviously if that makes you happy and you want to move on, then obviously we'd support you. But you, don't. if you're only doing it because you feel that the universe is telling you no, yeah. then that's, that's not a good enough reason. Like, you you have to keep going and then the irony is I was like all day I was in just a foul mood and then it rained so I got soaked I got on stage with my band and I started singing the me I pretend to be which is all about the mental breakdown I had last year about wanting to quit the industry mm-hmm. and like the lyrics literally say um I used to smile I used to dance alone and it's like all about I used to not care and then there's one line that says that's a girl I've lost I've killed her dream and I literally just on stage and I'm just like fuck mm-hmm. yeah but you know it's what f- like it it's time for now a wanky quote from Cal because you oh know oh god what? put on a pillow you know what nags it's not a bad life it's just a bad day that's it that's very and it could be worse you could be crushing up your own shit to flush it down <laughs> the toilet and I could oh my god what was it you said <laughs> what, what was it you said the, the gig because unrelated Kelly couldn't flush her poo at a gig the other day but she's not failed to mention I've noticed that <laughs> but that's fine <laughs> Kelly couldn't find the flush and she had to use tissue paper to flush the toilet the poop down and she came back in the tent at the gig and tried to make it a life coach thing and was like <laughs> sometimes you've just got to flush your own shit <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you've just got to push your own shit down the toilet because life won't flush it for you. So, (laughs) annoyingly, it makes sense. It does. Um, If we ever get merch, that's That's, that's happening. And I am genuinely thinking about being a life coach after that moment. So, if anyone wants life coaching, send me away. There you go. I will tell you how to flush your own shit. So, obviously, this, this, uh, I was about to say TV series. We wish. Um, this podcast is all about not getting a real job, but ironically called get a real job. Um, bless. Do you know what Dad actually said to me? Cause Dad called me last night, and he he was at the golf course, and apparently someone was talking about Ready Pop, which was a festival I just did. And Dad was Yay. like, "My daughter was playing there," and they had a little chat. And apparently, this guy came and saw me, and he really liked my music. So that was a lovely little boost. And like Dad just ended the phone call. I mean, he was half cut. But he was, I mean, he first told me that he did a great comedy set at this golf course the other night because they did a fundraiser and of him and he did. 
yeah, him and my uncle goes, um, they did like a, it, dad said he went, yeah, it was, between us, it was like an hour of stand up. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, you, I bet you love, and he was like, I was great. If I don't say it for myself, I was oh fantastic. My God. Oh, He's like, but people were talking about you, so I thought I'd let you know this. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> great. Um, I wish I had that confidence. Um, but literally, as I put down the phone, he's like, "Don't give up. Like, don't, don't do it. Like, oh. don't get a real job." And I was like, "Oh, Dad, love you for that." Um, but I put a post out on Facebook about auditions okay. again because I was just like, "Anyone get auditions?" The amount of comments, but I had one comment that had me in fucking stitches, and it was a girl called Sarah that I went to a Conti with, and I literally just put, "Anyone got an embarrassing story? Any embarrassing audition stories? Would love to hear for the podcast." And she just replied. <laughs> With my embarrassing story is I didn't get any. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, babe, me and you both, I love you. Um, Oh, God. That really, really made me chuckle. But then I've had so many people reach out. So we're going to have a lot of people kind of coming in and doing this. However, we do have one person who she's like my best mate. She is my free therapist. We have mental breakdowns to each other over a dog walk most days. She She's literally lives. She is a ledge. And if I threw a stone from my window, it would hit her window. Um, stalker. She's an absolute dream. I know. I am a little bit of a stalker. Mm-hmm. But um, bless her. Literally, just a small story about her. She had a self-tape come in like two weeks ago. And she texted me and it was like 9pm on a Sunday. I was oh. like elbow deep in a bag of Jaff Cakes. And I was like, you're right. And she was like, can you come over and help me edit the self-tape? Because I've asked for so many different cuts and I need a phone that, like, not recording, but, like, as a prop. I literally rocked up to her flat. And bear in mind, she's in self-tape mode, so she looks fucking stunning. I mean, she looks stunning all the freaking time. But she looked gorge. I rocked up and I was literally in, like, PJs, no bra, (laughs) hair up like this. And was just like, hey, babe. Um, I was like, only bloody you can get me out of my house on a Sunday night Midway through Jaffers. Midway through the Jaffers. I asked her if she would pop over and uh, tell us some of her really horrifically embarrassing stories. Because even people like Jodie Steele still fuck up in auditions. Yes, they do. This is Jodie Steele. You will know her from incredible things such as Six, Heather's the Musical. Wicked. She even played Elphaba, yes, um, on the world tour of Wicked. Um, She's a fucking living legend. She's also my best friend, and I love her dearly. We recorded this a few days ago when both me and Kelly had makeup on. So, enjoy that, people. See you later. Okay, tragic audition stories. Of all the auditions, I can think of three that come to mind, but I know that there are hundreds. So anyone out there thinking, (laughs) oh my God, I've done a bad audition. Like, well, duh, because you're not a robot. You're a human being. And also, yes, how are we it. ever meant? How are we meant to know if we've done a good audition if we never do bad auditions? Very wise. Love that. You just wouldn't <laughs> so know, wise. would you? You wouldn't know. So, okay, example numero uno. What was the name of that show? Um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Dirty Rotten mm. Scoundrels. I think I'd not long been graduated, or like it was 2014, or like the year after I graduated. And I went in and I was doing really well and I was getting through all these rounds. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be Jolene in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I'm going to make my Western <laughs> debut. This is it. This is it. Like, I've done it. And we get to the final, final. So we do our final. Mm-hmm. And then that afternoon, they just want to see everyone who's like down to the cusp to dance again. All the stuff we already know. 
Yeah. And I, at the ISTD Studios in Old Street, you know, oh, I mean? oh. really slippy floor. Gross. I'm in Bear the Musical at this point. You know what's happening. Yeah, but think about Oh, <laughs> oh I know this. I slipped <laughs> and I broke my foot yeah. in the final. <laughs> you actually broke, you broke a bone. Yeah, the top of my um, foot tassels. I really should know that because I'm a PT, so that's really embarrassing. I did. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long day. No, it is the tassels. Metacarpals, metatarsals. It is your tassels. Yeah, it's your tassels. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I broke the like a few of them on the top of my foot. Um, I my foot just went from underneath oh. itself, and oh I stumbled God. in the fight. You know when they've called your name and there's like four of you in the middle of the room and everybody's watching and the cameras are on. Oh. And this is it, crunch time. I slip. I slip like on a banana skin is what it feels like. What? Hello, Buster. Oh, I was gonna say, what and, was a banana um, skin doing in the rehearsal room? But well, there wasn't. It was just me being <laughs> super, super stupid <laughs> and clumsy. And yeah, on my little character shoes, my my three inch character shoes, I went oh. flying. My heel went from underneath myself, <laughs> and I broke my foot in the final. Oh. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the job. So oh. that's one for you. Dos. Uh, let's talk about six. Six. Now we all know what's six because every grandma and her sister has been in for six. Yeah. 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 Apart from and that great. <laughs> and uh, apart from yeah, listen. Apart from that great. Six. Give her a job already. Come on, just see um, her. She could be the the other wife. Come on. Yeah. She could seven. be the eighth wife. <laughs> The second round was a different day. I remember this, but we danced in the morning. Then in the afternoon, we had to sing the, the material of the queens that they wanted to see us for, um, which mine were Seymour and Howard. Right. And Seymour was, <laughs> was first for me. And they made a thing. Of me going first. They were like, Jody Steele, come on up. Make an example <laughs> of you. Come yeah, on. Yeah, come on. And I was in Rock of Ages at the time, playing good old Shezza, Sherry. And um, <laughs> and I was, you know, I was a bit tired. And I got up and the song was going great. And then um, what's that line just before you go, yeah, it's like, um, whatever, however the song goes. Um, and then there's like a bit of a musical interlude. And then you hit this lovely C sharp. Yeah! And I literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Oh no. The 13 year old boy sound. Oh, Oh, it was remarkable, actually. And it was so embarrassing. I sat down, people were like whispering to one another, like, I thought she was meant to. ridiculed a note but then they've gone oh yeah. it's okay we'll give her another go and piss everyone off even more yeah <laughs> correct yeah precisely yeah it's horrendous um but she yeah. got it so but it's fine but i didn't get that queen you know i got yeah. howard which i think i'm okay. much better suited for and ironically i do think all you want to do is the hardest queen song oh my god yeah yeah it's really it's, it's, it's well, really like quite tingy placement you know 
Um, of course. And especially because yeah. you put like 12,000 yeah. riffs in it. And then, you know, Why Swore and Bad yeah. Things, there's a great video of me somewhere on YouTube where I'm singing the whole song <laughs> basically a semitone down because <laughs> my in ears weren't working. So, oh, you fantastic. Know, yeah, yeah, I'll never let that one down, will I? <laughs> but that's happened to a lot of Howards, apparently. That is a real common thing with Howards because it's, it's a oh. tuning thing because you only get dirt, like in your ears and, you're, and you can kind of lose who you are. Anyway, and the final one that I was talking about uh, has been very recent, very recent, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde, and I went in and I was so nervous because I really, really, really wanted that job. I was like, oh, please, I just want to play Blanche Bear so much, (laughs) and um, I went in and um, I had to do... um, uh, love you, love you, and you know um, <laughs> there's a part of him you know is what this. Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> loved that by the way, right. Joe. So, so, so I gave like the first bit. It's like there's a part of him you know is what lovely. And then the um, uh, Katie's like Katie Richardson. They'll all find this funny that I'm talking about them. She was like, Joe, can we can we have like Josie there? Can we have a bit of power? Sure, yeah, okay, that's me. Crap in my pants because I'm like I just I know I just couldn't do it. I was literally like, "There's a part of him, you know, as well." <laughs> so and the I kept boy came out again. Doing it, my ADHD took over. They were trying to talk to me. The song had ended. I was like, "I promise I could do that." Look, I, there's a part. There's a part. There's a part. part, part of me, you know. <laughs> oh, and then that I went home and I recorded the song for them and I sent it to them and I was like, and in the video I was like, I told you I could do it, I just was so nervous. But babe, tell us all, did you get, did you get the part? Well, yeah, I did get the part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Persistence pays off, people. Keep going for it. So even when you screw up, I truly believe if you keep going and you really want it with every bone in your body, something will happen. Just and honestly, most them. most of the time, I think I get jobs because they find me funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Jodie Steele, the one and only on how to get the job. There you get go. it done. Even if your voice <laughs> cracks, you just keep I mean, going. Stalk you them. Had, like, stalk them. Look, Jodie's one of my bezies. She's always here. She's, she's had two breakdowns from me today already. <laughs> um, but my favourite Jodie Steele memory is coming to see her in fame. What did you break my nose? <laughs> Broken nose. <laughs> she got a high kick. Oh no! Yeah. So Nat was there that day. The the Tyrone Alex Thomas Smith. This beautiful. Oh my god! This beautiful like six foot two dancer, limbs to die for. Right, the most insane dancer. And the limb just came out of nowhere as I walked up to do the last. Remember my name. And the leg. Oh, was it an arm or a leg? Something just came out of nowhere into oh, my god. nose. And the whole audience and, was doing this. And the whole audience went, here, here. <gasps> and then oh, my God, no. Just blood yeah. everywhere. I know it's the horror, horror the, movie. This is typical Jodie Steele behaviour. Yeah. If you know Jodie, she is... It's tragic. Love you. So clumsy. Yeah. So clumsy. But you know what, Jodie? People are going to be listening to this. And there's going to be so many people that are just listening to this because Jodie Steele was talking about bad auditions. And they're going to sit there and go... That's okay. I've got that wrong, but I'm going to keep going. Because I'll tell you what, Joes, I went to a panto audition once. Shit you not. I got up, right? Awful. And it was in the theatre. 
and um, I'd had a really dry throat for days, and I, even when I spoke, I was sounding like I was going through puberty, and, like as a boy, you know. So I got up, and I, I <laughs> panto song, I went to do it, and um, it's the Bonnie Tyler one, holding out for a hero, and I always oh, yeah. make the same joke right before I do it, I'm like, yeah, holding out for a hero, story of my life, <laughs> get a little joke, you know, as you do, I do it every time, and I went to sing, and could I find the key? It was like I made up a whole key by myself. You'd never heard this key before. And I swear to God, the director and everyone was sat there probably going, Is she okay? Is, 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 does she know the song? Did, uh, okay, I, I'm telling you now, they will oh, never see me again. Babe. It was awful. Oh, no. I walked out of there and I was like, I'm mortified. I just wanted them to stop the music. Just stop the music. You, you can hear. I cannot find this key. I'm looking everywhere just for it. Give me the it. note. It's just not there. The right? <laughs> just, just tell me to stop now. Don't make me do another verse because I can't do it. Give me the and note, yeah. Trevor. Give me the note. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've, Absolutely been there. Horrendous. I've been there. I know. I horrendous. Don't you oh. worry. I Maybe I should have gone home and made a video and sent it to them and gone, see, I told you I can do it. <laughs> Consistency and annoy them until they have to cast you. There you go. Oh, God. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Advice by Jodie. How did she get all those roles? Who knows? Bugging that. people. Nobody knows. Yeah. Really. <laughs> stalking, stalking. I pay them. <laughs> Jodie, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. Jodie Steele, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we love you. We love you, Jodie. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Peace out. A-Town. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.